update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. And let's start with this story. AFRI Forum taking the Department of Public Works to court over substandard quarantine sites. Now, among other things, AFRI Forum argues that people returning from abroad should have the right to self-isolate. However, the state insists that people returning uh, have to stay in state facilities and uh, there seem to be recurring problems with these facilities. And uh, the allegation is that they do not meet quarantine standards. And we join now by... Alana Bailey, Head of Cultural Affairs at Afri Forum. Thanks for your time and welcome to Update at Noon. All right, before uh, we go to Alana, who's not there yet, let's go to uh, Prabashni um, Naika, who is our reporter. Yo, Prabashni, I still called you by your maiden name. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Old habits die hard. But um, welcome to the show, Prabashni Naika. And um, you obviously have been uh, following this particular story for us. So from your observations on the ground, what are the conditions of the quarantine sites that you have visited and which are those? Good afternoon, Sakina. As as you did rightly mention, uh, you know, South Africa did in fact close its borders a, a while back. And we know that Durko has been repatriating South Africans that have been stranded abroad since the beginning of the lockdown. Now, altogether, we know that by air, uh, Durko has repatriated somewhat 75,000 South Africans, 7,500 South Africans, all of which had to go into a mandatory quarantine for at least 14 days. Now, we have been speaking to those uh, that have returned home who have come out of quarantine as well as those that remain in quarantine. Um, and they've got quite some horrific stories to tell. You know, many of them are complaining about not having access to medical treatment at the quarantine facility, specifically here in Johannesburg. Those that do have underlying conditions, they complain about the fact that their rooms are not cleaned, neither have they been disinfected or sanitized. They are not allowed to exercise at all except to take two or three steps outside of their hotel rooms. Some of them complain about um, there being, uh, you know, uh, some of them actually complain about the fact that they have not yet received their test results after, you know, undergoing the COVID-19 test, and it's been more than a week. Um, They also complain about the fact that their temperatures are not being checked daily, which we understand is one of the the requirements. Um, They spoke about the fact that the meals are not meeting the dietary requirements, or the meals are not necessarily halal or not lactose intolerant, uh, and that this meant that some of them were actually starving because they were not getting the meals that they needed based on their religious requirements. Um, One girl, a young girl that I spoke with this morning, actually said that she's now in therapy after leaving equality for 14 days because she says that she's in depression after being treated like a prisoner for more than 14 days at a quarantine facility here in Johannesburg. And Prabashni, have you had opportunity to speak to the managers at these quarantine sites at all? And if so, what are they saying? So we this morning um, spoke with the AFRI Forum, which is uh, taking on the case, as you mentioned in your intro. And we understand that uh, a few of the government departments that are responsible for ensuring that, you know, everything is as it's supposed to be, uh, we've been trying to get hold of them since yesterday, actually. Um, and we've not been able to get any response from the few of the government departments that we've been trying to get hold of. Um, you know, many of the, 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 the people that are in quarantine say they have no issue with the hotels per se and the hotel staff, 
but actually the medical staff and uh, the medical personnel that's supposed to be there um, and the government officials that are supposed to be taking care of them and ensuring that they have what they need. So it's not actually the hotel staff per se that they complain about, but actually the, the, the personnel responsible for ensuring that the quarantine is as it should be. Prabhashini, thanks for that update. Our reporter Prabhashini Naika, of course, on the ground uh, trying to get that story for us and uh, speaking to some of the people who have been to these quarantine sites. We move now to Afri Forum and we're joined by Alana Bailey, Head of Cultural Affairs at Afri Forum. Afri Forum, of course, uh, taking the Department of Public Works to court over what they term substandard quarantine sites. Alana Bailey, thanks for speaking to us here on Update at Noon. Hi, Sakina, and hello to the listeners. Ms. Bailey, firstly, um, what prompted your action to uh, decide to take government to court on this particular matter? Since March, uh, we've had a lot of complaints from people about the repatriation process, but then also about the enforced um, quarantine facilities or quarantine time that they were subjected to once they returned to South Africa. Um, It's a very interesting uh, process because for some people it actually is is, um, quite fun. They enjoy going to a hotel to stay there for 14 days and they don't complain for other people, especially people who have latent problems with, um, for example, depression. It's really a very, very hard time. some of them have waited for a long time to be repatriated to South Africa, and then when they come back, and suddenly they face another 14 days in isolation and um, in a facility which might not be up to their standards, they find it very stressful, and um, I think it's it's very difficult to manage a large group of people who return, and you have to bear in mind that um, all of them have their individual preferences and and dietary requirements, etc. And often um, the people at the facilities don't take this into to, um, consideration. And then it becomes a, a very bad process for the people who have to stay for the 14 days. And if we look at the bigger picture, Ms. Bailey, and what government's rationale was for establishing these quarantine sites, uh, what is your response to that in in, in, uh, the case where government would argue that some people, as we had seen right at the beginning of this pandemic, um, would uh, basically not adhere to the regulations. Uh, Someone had to be arrested quite early on uh, because they would not adhere. So how do we go about then making different rules for different people and making sure that people actually abide by those rules? Obviously, the the first um, requirement is that the safety of the majority of the people should be um, adhered to. So we're definitely not saying people should... um, simply ignore the rules and and, um, when they return to South Africa resume a a carefree lifestyle and not be subjected to any of the uh, regulations that the rest of us are subjected to. But what we say is that even in the quarantine facilities, very often people manage to slip out, which is much more dangerous because now um, they are not adhering to self-isolation rules or to the quarantine facility rules. Um, 
and often they have to do it because they find that they do not get the food that they need or um, they have other problems and, and they need medical care, for example. So if they were allowed to self-isolate and, and if that was monitored, it would be a much safer process for all concerned. Um, if we look at the bigger picture in the rest of the world, most countries um, allow for self-isolation. Almost all of them um, say that it should be for at least 14 days, but um, they leave it up to their citizens. And, and we say we're not in a nanny state or we don't want to be in a nanny state. People should take responsibility for themselves. And um, instead of burdening the taxpayers with more um, funds or more expenses for quarantine facilities and also for cases which might arise now where people take civil court action because they were in very bad facilities, we want to see that people self-isolate. And you contend that some of the quarantine sites are substandard. So how many sites are you referring to in this statement? Well, the ones that we've had the most complaints about was, first of all, the one which was quite infamous, the Zita Bezeni, um quarantine facility, which was closed down subsequently by court order when we became involved. But we also know there are a lot of complaints about the Nababib Hospital. And also, um, over the weekend, we had the problem with Coastlands um, Hotel in Durban. Uh, subsequently, the people at Coastlands were moved to Umschlanga and to other facilities. So um, in some cases, there is um, uh, action that helps the people to go to a different facility or to self-isolate, like with the Tabenseni, um in the end. But um, leading up to that, the people are subjected to a situation which is really not safe for them. And um, as I say, very often people are so traumatized that I'm sure there's going to be um, civil actions eventually. Every forum doesn't become involved in civil actions. But with the complaints that we hear and the level to which people are traumatized, I'm sure that's going to happen. And then once again, the taxpayer will be held accountable while um, these facilities shouldn't have been there in the first place. Has the Department of Public Works responded to your complaints at all? The public of, of uh, uh, the Department of Public Works responded yes, and they basically said that they they helped to identify possible sites. But from there on, the process is run by the Department of Health, who has to make sure that the sites comply with all the requirements of the NCID and other um, uh, regulations which are in place for quarantine facilities. So, um, yeah, once again, the department isn't the responsible uh, department and um, the the buck gets passed on and in the end people are still stuck in facilities um, for which no one takes responsibility, which is really um, very bad because you want to get out of the facility, but in the end we always have to resort to um, getting attorneys or, or lawyers involved to get people out instead of there being some kind of a compliance process where people can at least voice their concerns, say what is wrong with the facility and where someone takes immediate action to make sure is this the case or um, are they simply complaining about a problem which doesn't exist and then take action to make sure that either the problem is resolved or that they self-isolate.
Well, thanks so much uh, for that. Uh, that was Alana Bailey, Head of Cultural Affairs at Afri Forum, and uh, they are planning uh, to take government to court over substandard quarantine sites, as you heard there.